gimmicks and fads out there in terms of you know lose weight with this pill quickly or with this exercise fad yada yada and the fact of the matter is is there is no uh, magic pill that's going to, to help you lose weight it's about understanding your genetic scientific body type it's about understanding the best science-based diet exercise and lifestyle for your body type so that you can manage and maintain your health in the short and long term. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, today on our podcast series, we're bringing on podcasters with their missions and with their uh, ambitions to go out there and change the world and make their dent in the universe, as Steve Jobs says. Today, we're bringing on the owner and founder of Fellow One Research, Mark Nelson. And he's got some really great insights about, uh, I mean, it's January, uh, it's the beginning of the year here in 2023. And so, you know, a lot of us have those New Year's resolutions to shave a few pounds off. I can tell because I'm at the gym and I, I can hardly get on the equipment that I want. And uh, we'll see how that goes in a few months. But uh, Mark's going to come here and, and tell us about his podcast and tell us about his insights. So you can actually stick to it. And shave those love handles off that you've been looking to shave. So welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast. Mark, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about your, your journey, your story. How did this podcast come to be? And, and how can the audience uh, take control of their health uh, based on their body type? Yeah, so I uh, have dealt with normal weight obesity, uh, and skinny fat in general, my entire life. Um, since really day one, I, I really started noticing around age eight, uh, when I was out during shirts off soccer practice and down at the local pool and such. Uh, and when I would ask the doctor about it, they would tell me, don't worry about it. You're well within your safe, be in my weight range. The muscle will grow. And as I hit puberty and more skinny fat grew and no muscle grew, um, and I would go see the doctor again, I was well within my safe BMI weight range. So they would tell me, you're totally normal. Don't worry about it. But I was very worried about it because when you're lacking muscle and muscle mass, um, it has a direct effect on your daily life. Uh, so it, one, it's just harder to keep the, the excess fat weight off because if you're lacking muscle and muscle mass, it directly affects your metabolism in a negative way. Um, and that's because we know that one pound of muscle mass burns six calories daily, but one pound of skinny fat or fat only burns two to three calories daily. So as the years passed and nobody would listen to anything I was saying and no one cared that I had this skinny fat all over my body, even though I had to quit sports because you can't be an athlete if you don't have muscle and muscle mass. Um, I was bullied relentlessly. Uh, but again, because I was such an active kid and I was well within my safe being my weight range. And that is one of the three current scientific body type standards that mainstream scientists and medical doctors use. I was normal and I was fine. And the doctors weren't 
worried about it. But I was very worried because, again, I was dealing with all these negative effects. And one of them was keeping the excess fat weight off and, and not becoming overweight or obese. Um, and so uh, I looked at all the reasons why my body was so different than so many of my peers who they did have the standard body type one. It's the image that you see in any scientifically approved uh, human body anatomy book. Um, and their body looked just like that with all the muscles and muscle mass fully de de developed. And so I, I looked at all the different body types and I, and there were no scientific body types. And so that sort of set me on my journey to understand why was my body so different and how can I use science to understand that? So I'll sort of pause here and see if I'm making any sense. Absolutely. I mean, and so how did that, how did that, you know, what, how did you solve that or how did you, what was the, the, the epiphany that you had? So I began looking at my body and the human body in general. Uh, and again, I, I, I looked at all the different body types that were out there at the time, still out there now. And, and most people still think that the somatotype, um, endomorph, ectomorph, and mesomorph are scientific body types, and they are not. They are not based on any science. They are. They have no scientific variables that define them, and therefore, without any scientific definition, they're just arbitrary, subjective, nonsense shapes, and that's all that they've ever been. They were thoroughly debunked in the 1960s, and, you know, and folks still reference those like they're fully scientific yada yada and they're just not and the same is true with the kibbe or the triangle or the tin or the hormone body types none of those are based on science they're just arbitrary subjective shapes so once i realized there are no scientific body types i just logically began looking at the at, at the body and its structure and understanding that you know the human body is built on a framework of bones and the spine and the and the vertebrae and in terms of those vertebrae every single vertebra uh, has a, a specific uh, number of muscles that it houses and it's a fact that any part of the human body can be underdeveloped to whatever degree and so i just followed the the logic and realized if I have a vertebrae and the muscle mass relative to that vertebrae is under de developed, like I have because I was born in a body type four. And in place of that muscle and muscle mass is skinny fat, which again, I have cellulite and thin fat and normal weight uh, obesity. I just broke it all down relative to the 26 vertebrae. There's seven cervical, 12 thoracic, five lumbar, one sacrum and, and one coccyx. And the four biotypes were were born. So the biotype one is your standard biotype one. It's a fully developed biotype one with zero underdeveloped vertebrae. A biotype two has one to eight underdeveloped vertebrae. Biotype three is nine to seventeen, and the biotype four is eighteen to twenty-six. And so that's how we came up with the scientific definitions. Um, I'll sort of pause here and see if I'm making sense. 
Absolutely. I mean, and so the, the, you know, common everyday American, how can they find out what body type they are and how can they, they, you know, I think the number was somewhere around 25 pounds, the average American put on uh, from March of 2020 <laughs> with all the lockdowns. How can they get rid of those 25 based on figuring out their body type? Right. So you can go to our website at fellow1.com and you can take the scientific body type quiz. Uh, we are currently working on um, a full website upgrade along with a um, machine learning artificial intelligence app that will make uploading the images infinitely easier. But right now you can go to the fellow one website and use our, uh, it's technically a prototype, but it does work. It will identify your genetic scientific body type so that you can then begin to understand well, why is my body this way? Where do I have a tendency to have skinny fat? Where do I have a tendency to put on excess fat weight? And once I understand that, then I can begin looking at the science-based diet, exercise, and lifestyle options, which are also up on our site, so that I can I can you know, lose that weight and I can keep it off. And so um, the key here is using science. We know that there are a lot of uh, gimmicks and fads out there in terms of, you know, lose weight with this pill quickly or with this exercise fad, yada, yada. And the fact of the matter is, is there is no um, magic pill that's going to, to help you lose weight. It's about understanding your genetic scientific body type. It's about understanding the best science-based diet, exercise, and lifestyle for your body type so that you can manage and maintain your health in the short and long term. Uh, you know, when we were looking for a solution for our son, the very first thing that we did, and I was raised holistically and understood plant-based medicine, fortunately. Uh, the first thing that we did was we did a food allergy test to understand what foods my son was allergic to or possibly allergic to and which foods his body uh, genetically was predisposed, you know, predisposition for to help him get the most nutrients out of it. And so once we started to figure that out and, you know, eliminating anything on anyone who's on the spectrum or has autoimmune diseases, there's a lot of things that we can clean up. Um, in fact, all of us really should when you think about it. Like, That's you know, right. we're taking meats and cheeses and processed foods and refined sugars. I mean, come on. I mean, look, we can get some meat and, you know, and those things like that. But you really need to understand um, your body and what works for you. And if you take a food allergy test, you'll have a better understanding of what things are working for you and what things aren't working for you. And once we've cleaned up his diet, which was a lot of fresh, organic fruits and vegetable juicing. I mean, that's, and he's a kid. So a lot of kids don't like to eat their broccoli. So it was a lot of juicing. And then that's when we found the raw hemp and we added that to the juice uh, and the cold pressed hemp. And that was the, the miracle plant for us. But yeah, I mean, that's, it's so important. You are what you eat. And, and fortunately the odds are stacked against you. I'm sure you would agree here in the United States. I mean, we are, we are pushing this, this food and these addictive foods with these sugars and salts and preservatives that, Boy, do they taste good, <laughs> but it ain't good for your body. I'm sure you can agree with that, right? Oh, amen. Absolutely. I think that everything that you did with your son is brilliant. I think that you know, it takes work. It takes work to figure out what is the best science-based diet, exercise, and lifestyle for each person because we are all genetically different. 
and uh, uh, the current food here in this country is definitely uh, terrible. And it's something that <clears throat> I'm not quite sure what to actually do on that. But I, I think that the place that we start to make those changes is each person needs to realize that you know these horrible processed junk and fast foods and all the nonsense that we're putting in our body matters. It affects healthcare, healthcare costs, the obesity epidemic and such and the way that we fix all this is as you said eat as 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 healthy as possible in terms of organic foods and the and the like and i realize that that's more expensive but healthcare is super expensive if you get sick and you are obese or have diabetes or have cancer all that is super expensive so if you're paying it up front in terms of being proactive, um, you're going to see the results that you saw with your son, uh, and then you will avoid those long-term costs that you know, can really add up. So, on the same page with you there. Absolutely, and it's it's and and really the organic you know food, and I think that's kind of a talking point from from big ag and big food that it's a lot more expensive. You know, I mean, look, you know, if you go to the grocery store these days, it seems, you know, if you're a little older like me and you've made at least 40 trips around the sun, uh, you can remember when, you know, gas was less than a dollar. But now, like, you know, you get a, you know, you get a, you get an avocado. We're out here in Southern California and they're like three or four bucks a piece. Fortunately, we have avocado groves in our backyard, but, but, but things are just more expensive and, and then that just is what it is. Um, but so spending the extra nickel, I mean, I think literally at Trader Joe's where I go, there's the organic bananas are 19 or 29 cents yeah. and the non-organic are 19. So uh, that argument doesn't hold a lot of, a lot of water. And, and, and just understand what the difference is between organic and non-organic. I mean, organic means essentially there's no pesticides. And right. what are pesticides, right? I mean, we could go into that, but, <laughs> but essentially they're poison. Right? They're poisoning the plant or they've actually grown the poison within the plant, which is GMOs. So the poison is a part of the plant. And there's so much Roundup in our country that it's even in our water table and it's showing up in, uh, in, in the, the newborn babies and the umbilical cords. I mean, that's, it, it's everywhere. So what you need to do, especially if you're sick <laughs> or, or, or trying to lose weight or get your body in homeostasis balance, is you've got to get the toxins out. The heavy metals, the pesticides. So, again, spend that extra dime knowing that you're doing your part to keep your body uh, as finely tuned as possible. So, uh, any other final comments or anything uh, before we wrap up the show, my brother? No, I think all that sounds wonderful. I'm a big fan of Trader Joe's myself for all those reasons. And uh, I I wish everyone um, um, successful weight loss. I I realize that uh, it's not an easy process, but if you stick with a healthy science-based diet, exercise, and lifestyle, you will reach your actual goals. And please do check out our um, genetic scientific biotype quiz up at our website at fellow one dot com then you can um, find us out on social media as well obviously here on twitter uh, if you have any um, questions about anything but thanks for having me on you bet brother and so uh do you have a podcast what's the name of the podcast oh right um i do it's called by type hype albeit uh, it's kind of in 
hiatus right now, but you can uh, catch our first five episodes and we will be coming back. It's just super, super busy right now. So yeah. Gotcha. And then the, the website is follow one O N E.com. No, it's actually fellow one fellow. There we go. See, that's why we got to spell it out. So F E L L O W O N E fellow one.com to go take those body type uh, quizzes and make sure you know exactly what you need to do to hit that, those, uh, those targets for your health. So at the end of every miracle plant podcast, we count to three and say, heal the world. Cause that is our mission to reach 1 billion people by 2025 about the power of this miracle plant, especially in the raw form and help people take control of their health. Mark, I'm so glad you're able to join us. So let's unmute your mics and join me in saying heal the world to get this message out there to raise the vibration. So people looking for a miracle can find us on the counter three. Let's say heal the world. One, two, three, heal, heal the world. The world. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Thanks for tuning into the Miracle Pond podcast. Be a blessing, everybody, and happy healing. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.